page passively, assuming the author will tell us at the last page what it was all about. As Hemingway once said, if the hero does not die, the author just didn't finish the story. So on the last page, we die with or without illumination. The invitation of the middle passage is to become conscious, accept responsibility for the rest of the pages, and risk the largeness of life to which we are summoned. Wherever the reader may be in his or her life, the summons to us is the same as to Tennyson's Ulysses. The long day wanes, the slow moon climbs, the deep moans round with many voices. Come, my friends, tis not too late to seek a newer world. Chapter 1, The Provisional Personality When I was in fifth grade, just after World War II, our teacher brought some glass prisms which had been intended for submarine periscopes. Before and after class, we would amuse ourselves by lurching down the aisles, running into walls and each other. We were fascinated by the question of reality and how to find one's way by such bent angles of sight. I wondered if those children who had to wear glasses all the time saw better or only different worlds. When I considered that the lens of our eyes also refracted the light, I had to wonder further whether the reality we saw might wholly depend on the lens through which we saw it. It remains useful to borrow that youthful perception to acknowledge that whatever reality may be, it will to some extent be shaped by the lens through which we see it. When we are born, we are handed multiple lenses, genetic inheritance, gender, a specific culture, and the variables of our family environment, all of which constitute our sense of reality. Looking back later, we have to admit that we have perhaps lived less from our true nature than from the vision of reality ordained by the lenses we used. Therapists sometimes assemble a genogram, which represents an emotional family tree. The history of the extended family over several generations reveals recurrent motifs. While genetic predispositions play their role, it's clear families transmit their vision of life from generation to generation. The lens passes from parent to child, and out of that refracted perspective, choices and consequences are repeated. And just as we see some aspects of the world through any given lens, so we will miss others. Perhaps the first step in making the Middle Passage meaningful is to acknowledge the partiality of the lens we were given by family and culture, and through which we have made our choices and suffered their consequences. If we had been born of another time and place to different parents who had different values, then we would have had an entirely different lens. The lens we received generated a conditional life, which represents not who we are, but how we were conditioned to see life and make choices. All generations are seduced into anthropocentrism, tending to defend their vision of the world as superior to that of others. So, too, we succumb to the belief that the way we have grown to see the world is the only way to see it, the right way to see it, and we seldom suspect the conditioned nature of our perception. Even in the most privileged of childhoods, life may be experienced as traumatic. We were connected to the heartbeat of the cosmos in our mother's womb. Suddenly we were thrust violently into the world to begin an exile in a search to recover the lost connectedness. Even religion, from the Latin religio, 
the bond between man and the gods, or religiari, to bind back, may be seen as a projection of the search for lost connections onto the cosmos itself. For many, given the impact of poverty, hunger, abuses of various kinds, the initial experience of the world is devastating to their sense of self. As children, they encapsulate affective, cognitive, and sentient capacities to defend themselves against further hurt. They become the sociopaths and character disorders which fill our prisons and haunt our streets. Sadly, for those thus devastated, the potential for growth and change is dismal. Opening themselves to the world of pain which growth requires is too frightening. Most of us survive as merely neurotic, that is, split between the intrinsic nature of the child and the world to which we were socialized. We may even conclude that the unexamined adult personality is an assemblage of attitudes.